Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Sometimes we need help on this earth. Yes, we have the divine Lord, the supernatural to help us with our lives. But sometimes we need someone here, someone on the ground who can be that accountability person, the one that we can run to and cry to when we keep falling, the one that we trust, or the one that we just share our intimate desires and needs and struggles with. And this person doesn't have to be a spiritual person, someone who is on the journey in a big way. Let me explain. My husband is that to me. Because I am very close with my husband, because he knows all of my faults, because he has seen and heard and experienced everything in my journey because I share it with him, the good, the bad, the ugly, and he lives with me every single day, he is the one that I tell, okay, honey, I'm working on this, or I'm taking this to God, or you should know that this is coming up and I'm a little nervous about it. I could use a couple prayers. I don't know if he prays, but I tell him everything that I'm struggling with and all of the beautiful things that are happening to me as far as transformation and spiritual growth and that stuff. And I think if you're married and your spouse is not on the journey, it might be a good idea for you to share with them what it is that you're working on. Now is the time to work on vices and sin. Satan is looking for every weak part of that wall. He knows our true weaknesses and he's going to keep punching in that same spot, making that hole bigger and bigger and bigger. He is in the fight of his life right now. This is a true battle of good and evil. And if you're in the prayer mode and if you're searching out there and seeing what is truly happening and opening your eyes and awakening yourself to the reality of evil and God's people on this planet, then we ought to be taking our sinful lives very seriously. Who knows? when we will drop off the face of the earth and have to look at Jesus. We should be striving for holiness, striving to be saints, 
And that is always helpful when we've got some friends on the road with us. Again, they don't have to be spiritual companions. All you need to do is know that you can trust them and that they love you. So pray today on who that person is. Who can be my accountability partner? Is it my spiritual director? Is it a spiritual companion? Is it my spouse, my parents, my siblings, my friends? Could even be a coworker, someone who you are with a lot and who you can be open and honest with. Someone who you also know isn't going to hang it and lord it over you. So here's what happened. I have told my husband last week, I said, listen, I've been praying on this and I've always thought that my way to bodily mortification was through how I controlled my eating and drinking and what I put into my body. And God put it on my heart that it has to do, I think, this is what he said to me, your moving of your body, your lack of exercise, your lack of physical, you know, engagement. I've been pretty much on my tushy, not really working out ever since I started my ministry. I just don't have time, quote unquote. I would rather be reading spiritual books. I would rather be praying. I would rather be working in my ministry for God, not going and working out. So occasionally here and there, I do it for a couple days, then I drop off or I do it for a week and then I drop off. So I was sharing with my husband about this enlightenment that I believe God gave me. And so it's Monday and I'm going to start. Monday I work out, Tuesday I work out, and as a result, the eating is, is better and there's no drinking because I just worked out, you know, it's, it's this kind of snowball effect with me. I don't know about you, but when you work out or when I work out, maybe I feel healthier and I don't feel like I need another outlet. I've got endorphins running through my body. Okay. So come Wednesday, my husband goes to work and then he's going to be leaving Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday on a golf tournament. And I'm kind of excited about that. <laughs> Not that I don't want him to be around the house because I love him, but I'm going to not have to take care of anybody. I can watch Jesus movies. I can take a nap. I can go to bed when I want. I can eat whatever I want for dinner and not have to make something. So I was really excited. I looked at it as a little vacation for me. So he calls me Wednesday night and he says, so how was your day? And I said, oh, it was beautiful. I spent some extra time in adoration after mass. I was able to pray a little extra today. I got some of my ministry work done. I feel really, really good. And he said, good. He's like, did you work on Kendra today? And I, I was kind of taken aback. Like, what does he mean by that? I just got done telling you all the things I did today. Yeah, it was a great day. And I said, whoa, what do you mean? And he said, did you work out? And I didn't. And it hit me like, huh? No, I didn't. It was 730 at night. There was still light outside outside. 
doesn't get dark till about 8.30. And I said, well, this workout program that I'm doing on Wednesday, the third day, you can take a break or you can just do um, some cardio working out. But I wasn't doing either. As a matter of fact, I had a glass of wine in my hand <laughs> as I was talking to him. And I felt like, ah, oh, it's the third day. I can get out and go for a walk. So I told him, I'm like, okay, babe, I'm going to put on my shoes and I'm going to go. So that's what I did. I went out. I went for this beautiful walk. I watched the sunset. I felt so great. My body moving in a different way, right? More cardio than kind of the, you know, muscle building stuff. And I was so grateful that I had told him what I was doing and that all he did was ask me. It wasn't a guilt ask. He didn't make me feel guilty. He laughed. You know, I said, you know, I'm going to go now. And he's like, well, good for you. But he didn't pressure me into it. He didn't guilt me into it. And that's why you need to pray on who this person should be in your life. Because you could pick someone who makes it, who makes you feel worse um, and isn't really loving and caring about it. So I just thanked him so much. I'm like, honey, thank you. This is God speaking through you. That is why I tell him always what I'm trying to work on. And I am trying to master this body. The body and I'm reading Theology of the Body because I'm going to be putting together a sex video, believe it or not, for some youth. It's this global organization that's going to be offering many, many videos and an online conference. And it's really about treasuring and loving this gift of the body and the body that has become a manifestation of our soul. It's the spirit of God. Our bodies are very unique, very particular to who we are and what our spirit is about. And I know that the way that my body is now is not the best that it can be to, ho to house the Holy Spirit, the temple that the spirit lives in, but also to portray what God really is inside me to the world. I know that my body can be more energetic, more filled with light, that I can continue to do more things and have more spirit and energy within me to bring God's love to the world. This is the gift that he has asked me to share. And I know that I'm not treating that gift the right way. So I look at the body as it can be a great partner with the spirit, mind, body, soul, spirit. They all work together. And if one of them isn't being worked out, like the spiritual exercises and praying and humility and praying incessantly all day, giving it up to God and mastering the body so that you're not lazy, you don't do things that you shouldn't do, you don't succumb to pleasures, mortal sins, these are all things that, that we have to fight against where our body is concerned. We have bodily urges. That's what happened in the fall. Before they took a bite of that apple, boom, those bodies were naked and bright as light and pure and, and loving. 
Their heart was pure. They never looked at each other as objects. They looked at each other as complementary, loving beings that gave themselves as a full gift to each other. So I want to give myself as a full gift to the world and I want to take care of it and master it so that I can give God the ability to grow and grow more inside me spiritually. That's what it's all about. That's, it's not about me fitting into clothes. It's not about me looking better to the world from a physical perspective. It's about me manifesting the spirit within me in the best possible way I can. And I know, I know because I've been there. <laughs> I know that when I take care of my body, when I exercise and build up the strength, the physical strength in the body that I have, the rest just flows. It makes logical sense. I eat better. I have more energy. I sleep better. I become a better person, a better witness. So that, my friends, is where I am at. And I would love for you to think about one thing that you should work on. You don't have to tell your, you know, your person all of your shameful sins. You could just say, look, I'm trying to do this. And I just wanted to know if you might be willing to help me. And it might be that person at, at church who you don't really know that well, but you know darn well that they would be there for you and they would keep your information confidential and they wouldn't lord it over you or make you feel guilty. But there's something about having someone that knows you and lives with you and sees you often that's important, even if they're not someone who's on the, on the journey, right? I mean, everyone's on a journey, but they may not be where you are at on the journey. If you're going to try and be a more loving, patient person, why wouldn't your spouse want to be a part of that? And why wouldn't you share that with them? Because you may all of a sudden be succeeding and they may be looking at you saying, you know what, <laughs> whatever you're doing is working, honey, because I'm feeling it. I'm feeling more love. I can, I can see you're more patient. It's not that they're always there to tell you when you're falling. They're there to also give you confirmation and, con and affirmation that what you're doing is working. Okay, think about it, pray on it, and let's get down to business. <laughs> let's start kicking these vices and these sins to the curb. Let's ask Jesus every single day to help us with what we're needing to work on and pray about someone in your life who can help you be holier because we are not meant to walk the journey alone. I'm going to offer this. I do offer a service of faith coaching. I'm not officially trained in spiritual direction, so it's more of a mentoring person. So if you're interested, just send me an email. You can go to my website, hit the contact, send me a note and we can have a chat, see if it works. But do something for your own soul, for your own sanctification 
and to help you get to heaven. That's what it's all about. All right, everyone. Have a blessed, I love you all, and inspired day. Take care.